0: The Irish have never been known as an invasive people. Yes, there are 80 million of us living away from the island, but we have never dominated another nation or its people through force. We instead invaded and infected the world with songs, poetry, music and stories. The stories you hear of Irish people fighting in fierce battles away from the island are always under a different flag or a different nation's ideals. But what if almost by accident... The small nation of Ireland could become the leaders of one of the biggest nations in the world. And what if we did this purely through working hard and without stepping over others? Could it be done? Well it's the life of a limerick man which answers these questions for us. This is his story. In France in 1694 two Irish refugees were blessed with a son His name, Richard Wall, and his parents were from Kilmallock, County Limerick. Being refugees, his early life was quite tough, living from scraps until an uncle who was beginning to do well in France took him in and looked after his family. After working hard to get an education, he eventually gained a job as a page boy, serving the higher classes. In his role he worked tremendously hard and gained a certain level of fame amongst the high classes in France for the diligence he had to his role. So much so that when he turned 22 a letter was sent to, them, to his master from the Prime Minister of Spain, requesting him leave France to come work for the Royal House of Spain. He accepted the role without any hesitation. In his new role he once again showed his work rate and desire to get a job done was above all others. Because of this, the royal family entered him into the Naval Military Academy. They felt he had the qualities to become a very good valuable member of their navy and could get a job done without any hassle. He graduated just after two years and was recognized as one of the top in his class, instantly showing that the royal family were right in their thinking about him. He was commissioned to the Spanish Navy serving on massive gunships and served in some of Spain's major historical battles including the campaign of Sicily. He served here until the Battle of Cape Pariso, when the Spanish Navy was defeated by the British Navy. After the battle, having swam to safety after the sinking of his ship, Richard joined the Regiment of Hibernia a uniquely Irish division in the Spanish Army. Scale for the Ireland of Spain have served long history sometimes forgotten by time. The history goes back as far as the first and last people to settle in ancient Ireland. A group known as the Milesians were the last race to settle in ancient Ireland and make it their home. They came from Spain, having spent hundreds of years travelling the earth. Legend says a descendant of Adam from the biblical story of Adam and Eve, who was also descendant of Noah from Noah's Ark, and ancient kings were the first Milesians to land in Ireland. He led what is recognized as the ancient Celts or Gaels. His journey with other sons of gods and kings started in the Tower of Babel. They were building the tower in order to reach God. They all spoke the same language, but when God realized their intentions, he cursed them with the inability to share a common tongue, and they were no longer able to communicate with each other. They then scattered the earth, looking for land good enough to be the home of what they would consider to be God's home. The Milesians believe this to be Ireland. And they brought with them the language they consider to be God's language, Guelga. The different ancient texts from both countries show interactions and great respect between Spain and Ireland. The first official diplomatic contact occurred in 1529 when the Spanish ambassador, Don Gonzalez Fernandez, met with the then 10th Earl of Desmond, a king like character in southern Ireland. Together they formed the Treaty of Dingle, which is a legal document which allowed and guaranteed the rights for people of both nations to cross back and forth between both nations. Both are strong Catholic countries who saw it as important to protect one another because of this. In 1601, Spain supported Irish rebels against the English during the Nine Years War. They were especially important during the siege of Kinsale. It was here that Irish men and women, mostly farmers, stood with Spanish soldiers in Ireland's final stand against England. The loss devastated the Irish culture and way of life, and the people were made subjects of the English crown. Before this loss, countless Spanish Navy ships were sent to Ireland to help fight. And one of the great events in Irish history was the landing of the Spanish Armada, when a massive army was to land on Ireland's shores and was to take on the English. Storms and miscalculations led the Armada astray, and some boats were destroyed and lives were lost. Others returned home. Of those who did make it to Lando, their influence in Ireland can still be seen today in place names and customs. Places like Spanish Arch and Valencia Island are obvious signs toward Ireland and Spain's shared history. After the defeat of the Irish and Spanish, many of the Irish ancient families left to avoid persecution and execution. This became known as the Flight of the Earls, and many landed in Spain for refuge. Richard's family amongst them. Those who supported the defense of Catholicism against persecution were known as the Jacobites. The name comes from Jacobus, the Latin version of the name James. And it was the King James who fought for the Catholics against the William of Orange. Having come from battles, many joined the Spanish armies and navy and such was their importance in Spain that the Regiment of Hibernia was created. It was an exclusively Irish section of the Spanish Army. The Regiment of Hibernia was formed in 1709 and was made of Irishmen who had fled during the flight of the Earls and who had become known as the Wild Geese. The Wild Geese specifically were strongly associated with France having moved there to settle after Spain and they became the precursors of the French Foreign Legion, a mercenary army. The name of the regiment came from the Roman word for Ireland, Hibernia, meaning land of winter. Hibernia was known as the God of Winter and the protector of Ireland. Her statue today stands above the GPO, the birthplace of the Irish Revolution, and behind her flies the Irish flag, under her protection. Those, however, are stories for a different day. Whilst in the regiment of Hibernia, Richard again took part in major battles for Spain, and it was during this time he rose to be a captain in the navy and was thrust into the eyes of the Spanish public as a war hero. His fame was so great, he was sent on an ambassadorial role to meet with the Tsar of Russia, with Spain knowing sending a man of his stature would mean a great deal to the Tsar and influence his view on the Spanish. The leader of this excursion, the Spanish diplomat, James FitzJames James Stewart, another son of Irish refugees and another Jacobite. Over the next few years, Richard was posted on other ambassadorial missions by the Spanish government and royal family. Whilst fulfilling his duties for Spain, he was also given tasks or asked about military strategy by those he would be sent to meet. Such was the influence and importance he had over the world leaders at the time, the Tsar of Russia awarded him as a Knight of the Red Eagle, a similar standard to a British knighthood. He was becoming an incredible individual power across the known world, from Spain to Moscow, everyone knew his name and of his military career. After some years as a diplomat, Spanish armies were called to war again, and Richard suited up and went to join the battles. He served once again for the royal family, as they took over the throne of Parma and placed Prince Carlos as the leader. He then went on to take part in the War of Naples, being the leader in many victorious battles. After these battles and wars, more honours poured in for Richard, and he was appointed a Knight of the Order of Santiago, another knighthood, this time for Spain. In 1740, he was appointed the head of a military group known as the Dragoons, and whilst under his command, as a mark of respect, the Dragoons displayed his family colours, name and crest as they went into battle. Richard's military career continued, whilst he fought fierce battles, both on land and at sea. In 1746, however, he was badly wounded and had to retire as a war hero. From here his career focused exclusively on diplomatic service. His first major mission as a Spanish diplomat was to go to London and negotiate peace between the Bourbons and the Great British. Here, he found his status did not matter. He was only seen as an Irishman and a Jacobite. The British were suspicious of his intentions, as he was incredibly proud they considered him both Irish and a Jacobite, and he had no intention of hiding either of these facts from them. In 1754, Wallers was called to take over the Spanish Minister of Foreign Affairs. Here, he is credited as having played a major role in furthering Spain as a nation. Whilst in government, having grown tired of the regime and its oppression of the people, Richard was part of a group which overthrew the then Prime Minister. Due to the respect the nation and those in power had for this once poor refugee, Richard was elected as the next Prime Minister of Spain. In his role, he was constantly publicly criticised by both the British and French governments for not being a man born into the higher classes, but the people of Spain saw him as their hero. He wasn't the only one in the Spanish government which they had an issue with, however. In all his time collecting great honours and medals and awards, Richard never forgot where he came from, and whilst he was Prime Minister, his parliament were almost entirely Irish. So much so that some parliamentary meetings were held in Irish rather than Spanish and they were known as the Irish party. His parliament had men with names like Pedro Fitzjames, Alejandro O'Reilly, Arnaldo Mahony, Carlos McCarthy, Francis Nangle, Ambrosio O'Higgins and Bernard Ward, all Jacobites, all sons of Ireland. Spain thrived under his watch and went on to become one of the world's most powerful countries, all in a time where the Irish were at the wheel. Upon his retirement, the King of Spain granted him vast lands and estates as a thank you. This land was later gifted to the Duke of Wellington, the Dublin-born British Prime Minister and defeat of Napoleon. Another story for a different day. It was here he spent the rest of his life, in peace and tranquillity. He had no family of his own and never took a wife, but never lacked company as his doors were always open to travellers who wanted to meet, share, drink and a story with him. Richard died on the twenty sixth of december seventeen seventy-seven. Today's music was written, produced and performed by Reno Halloran. We the Irish is an Ireland loves Production. Ornus Anim Dum. Gurmagot Sloninish.